A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Nami Hinui and welcome to Our Changing World from RNZ National. Now on our changing world, New Zealand's super diversity. Around 2,000 New Zealanders have taken part in the Africa to Aotearoa project, the first survey of the genetic diversity of the current population. The project draws on the analysis of DNA markers to reveal migration histories, reaching right back to when people first walked out of Africa. Veronica joins University of Otago anthropologist Lisa Matasu-Smith in Auckland as she returns results to the Dalmatian community and finds out that just about all genetic lineages that exist in the world are also represented here. Hi, uh, my name's Michael Taller. I've emigrated to New Zealand in 1971. I was born in Croatia of a Croatian father and a Russian mother. My interest in uh, genetics, I guess you can say, or genetic background is out of curiosity. The reason I was curious uh, to determine both uh, lineages was that uh, my surname is a German name, my mother's Russian, and yet it turns out that both my lineages can be traced to some 30,000 years ago in the Caucasian area or south of the Caucasus. Quite amazingly, through my mother, I know that my, through my maternal side, the mitochondrial DNA was uh, Georgian, and I knew that my Y chromosome came somewhere from uh, the Tyrol area of Austria. This is many generations ago. And yet, when I found that my Y chromosome uh, information, my haplogroup, had originated somewhere in the Caucasus, it sort of blew me away that uh, from both sides of my family, the origins were from the Caucasus. My um, mother came from the islands, the island of Cortula, but my father was from the mainland. So um, it, it is nice to know. And the thing that shows me is that uh, I don't think there's any pure bloods around, is there? Whereas a lot of people like to think they are pure blood, but they're not. Yeah, yeah. My name is Dunya Bilsuch, and I came to New Zealand when I was 12, by myself. <laughs> when you're that young, you don't ask your mother and father where they're from. I just found that my great-grandfather was of Italian descent, or had an Italian name, uh, but he was from Podatsa, so, yeah, everybody seems to be all over the place. <laughs> so did yeah. you get your results back? Have you yes, I your... did, and I got an R and a no. So oh. you're one of the rare ones, really? Uh, very rare one, yeah, and I'm the only one in the club with that, but I still don't know exactly where, where I come from <laughs> originally because of such a small percentage here, there and everywhere. You know, a bit in the Europe and a bit in, I don't know, Croatia, Dalmatia was under Italy a long time ago, so yeah, it's got a lot of Italian mix. 
My grandmother was, um, she was from Lithuania. But then she went to South Africa and got married down there at 16. Well, in some ways, it, to, in order to be a New Zealander, I felt that it was really important to, to, to immerse myself in being a New Zealander, but also to know where I, where I come from and what I bring to this country and what this country provides for me as well. So it was just a part of that journey of being a New Zealander, but a New Zealander of Dalmatian origin rather than a Dal misplaced Dalmatian. It's quite a difference there, I think, and, and that's sort of just uh, to putting the roots together and making sure that I can pass that on to my children who in turn will pass it on to their children and, and sort of that, that connectedness to this new land. So has receiving the results, has that done this for you? Has it given you a stronger sense of ancestry? From what I heard from Lisa's talk today, you know, it's, it's, it's reasonably ordinary, it's good stuff, you know, I can see them from European, probably Central European stock. Uh, the, the idea of the migrations is always pretty exciting because that relates to this country as well, the migration to New Zealand. So there's almost a heroic nature about us being the genes that have survived, the people who've made the moves and despite all the hardships, still, some of our ancestors are still around and we're living testimony to that. So you were part of the human history, really. It wasn't about famous people, it was about the journey, really. Yes, I'm an F1B1. And I, I had it Googled and they uh, said it's just fairly rare, uh, most likely coming from Kazakhstan, Tibet, China and possibly down as far as parts of Malaysia. But on that island that they mention, Hvar, H-V-A-R, there's only one little place where this DNA is found, but it's not, and there's, there's about 600 inhabited islands there, and it's not found on any other island except four little spots on the mainland, and that's it. So how does it make you feel now that you know? I don't know. <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. Is your family ancestry connected with Hvar, the island? Uh, my mother and father both came from, uh, from there. We've targeted, you know, in addition to the random sampling that we've done kind of across New Zealand, just getting the, the picture of, of mainly the cities, we really wanted to get some of those stories of, of the various communities that came as communities, not just as individuals, but, you know, large numbers of people coming from oftentimes small villages um, and, and relatively kind of isolated groups um, and settling. So, And there are also often groups that still retain their culture, language. They do. I think when you come and you meet people that you know from home, that community is maintained where people who are coming as individual families you know, are more likely to assimilate into the broader New Zealand culture. So we've done some, had some wonderful um, experiences with the Lebanese community, and we knew the Dalmatian community was a was a strong, still maintained a strong community structure here in Auckland. So they were really keen, as you can you can see. Um, it was our largest community sampling. It's been it's been fascinating, kind of meeting and and talking to them about about the history, some of which I was familiar with and, and others not. So so when you look at the genetic results, were they what you expected? I didn't necessarily have any expectations, and it wasn't until we finished the sampling that I went back to do the research to find out what we see in the region today. I think what is interesting is that unlike some of the other communities that we've sampled, there seems to be a more... Um, broad representation of the genetic diversity in the country um, than we see, for example, from the Lebanese community is really a village, you know, that, that 
maintained that that connection. And and similarly with the Chinese, the old Chinese community of in central Otago and Dunedin, you know, they come from really a very distinct region and so they look quite specific to that region where where this community really does seem to have people from the north and the south and the full mix of lineages that we see in fairly fairly similar proportions to what you see in Croatia today and, and what we see in the commu- community. There are a few higher frequencies of some of the more, not rare, lineages, but less common lineages just due to founder effect or drift or just the statistical chances of of the people who came. But, um, yeah, it looks very much like um, Croatians today, including a very rare lineage for Europe, um, has been identified from a, a particular island in Croatia, haplogroup F. It was found at low frequency, but it's a an Asian um, lineage that papers have been written about the fact that it's been found in in this European population from Croatia and and we indeed found it at low frequency but present in an individual who comes from that island as so well who, so who actually does who, come whose family from that lineage takes yeah takes him back to that island so yeah it was, that's always kind of fun to to find those those unusual but very regionally specific markers Croatia has lots of small islands, would you not expect that the villages and the people living on those islands would have a distinct lineage? Populations on islands are often targeted by geneticists because the assumption that islands are isolates, are genetic isolates. And while there is some evidence of founder effects of you know people who settle on an island might carry unusual lineages we find, you know, in certain islands in the Pacific, high frequency of particular diseases because of that founder effect. Um, that island in Micronesia is known as being the island of the colorblind because a few of the founders, one of the founding people of a very small population was colorblind, and so it spreads quite broadly in the population. But the reality is, if you look at and you think about the Mediterranean, and the history of the Mediterranean, these are people who are like the Pacific. You know, they're people who are people of the sea and they're fishermen. So I think that concept of the island isolate, um, obviously they're, they're more isolated than mainland populations, but they're not really isolated. But due to religious or social structures, there may be regulations about marrying only with particular communities or something. And and in those cases, you do sometimes find unusual frequencies or, or quite skewed frequencies of the the variation that you would see on the mainland. But really looking at, at the both the modern Croatian data that we're comparing this community to and, and the community itself, it looks like you know, it's a it's it represents the national kind of picture um, pretty well, and you don't have other than this rare F haplotype really unique lineages um, on particular islands. Do you see in this community here now that who've arrived in the eighteen fifties? Do you see some of the intermixing, some of say Polynesian signals? I guess given the history of the gum diggers, particularly in the far north, I expected that there would be more Maori mitochondrial lineages in the broader Dalmatian community. 
it may just be the structure of the social, the Auckland community as opposed to a Northland community. But uh, we didn't find any Māori haplotypes. We did find a a low frequency of Polynesian haplotypes, but it's a lineage that we don't tend to see in, in Māori. So I guess, yeah, my assumption of just the history of gum diggers, men arriving in New Zealand as single men and marrying into Māori families, um, I, I expected to possibly see more Māori um, maternal lineages, yeah. You might see that if you went to Dargaville. Yeah, perhaps, yeah. At the end, you, you told the audience something about, you know, in this country with the shortest human history, there's just about every lineage represented. Mm. Is that the Yeah, case? yeah. We found all of the, the major... Interestingly, the few that we're missing are some Northern Asian, rare Northern Asian lineages and, and a couple of the... Pacific lineages that you, that we find in New Guinea and and near Oceania, but other than that, we have all of the major branches, which is pretty interesting. And you know, similar studies have been done looking at New York City, which is incredibly diverse. But I think that we actually probably have some of the rare lineages that you wouldn't naturally find in New York City, I guess. So I think it's it's a pretty cool uh, result for for this country that does have such a short history that it says something about the diversity of, of New Zealanders and what it means to be a New Zealander. That was Lisa Matasu-Smith, who leads the Africa to Aotearoa project at the University of Otago. That's all for now. For more, check us out on the web, rnz.co.nz slash Our Changing World. Ka kite anō.